welcome to the Excel Still More podcast. I am your host, Chris Emerson, and we are here to talk about tips and strategies that you can employ to deepen your faith, improve your relationships, and just get the most out of your life. Thank you for joining. Let's get started. I feel like I should begin today by saying that you and I don't always have to agree on everything. I just ask that you give me 18 minutes to make an argument and hear me out. I'm saying that because of our title today, Let's Compare Ourselves. I think probably the most obvious thing to say is, let's not compare ourselves. I think generally speaking, we would say that looking to someone else to gauge where you are is not a great idea. We would easily argue that what we need to be doing is comparing ourselves to the Word of God, comparing ourselves now to who we used to be or who we want to be in the future or something like that. The business of measuring you against someone next to you is a fool's game. Or is it? That's what we want to explore today. And I'll admit that the way this all came together for me started with a very standard approach, which is comparing yourselves is a bad thing. In fact, biblically speaking, the examples you see in that ilk are generally negative, and I think we should learn not to do what you see. For instance, last week, a group of guys and I were studying at the end of the Gospel of John, where Peter and Jesus are having a conversation before Jesus ascends to heaven, and Peter was in a good place with the Lord. And he knew what his mission was, but he just couldn't quite get John off his mind. So right in the middle of all of that, he points over to John and basically asks Jesus, what about this guy? You know, John had a special relationship with Jesus, the one whom Jesus loved, is the term that John uses in his letter. And the apostles had such a bad habit of wondering who was the best or who was the greatest. And so maybe Peter is feeling a bit of inferiority to John. And it's interesting that Jesus' answer isn't, hey, you guys are all the same. His answer is, if I want him to remain until I come again, that's what's going to happen. You need to stay focused on you and follow me. As I said, the apostles had a bad habit about that. And the guys I was studying with the other day, we talked about it a bit. And a couple of the men said, you know what? I have this problem. Instead of staying focused on what the Lord wants me to do, I tend to compare myself to others others whom I believe are better, others whom I believe are farther along, others whom I believe have blessings distributed to them in a different way. And we talked about how that's generally a negative thing to do. In fact, when you discuss, and this is important because this is where we're heading, I've got an argument to make, you may not agree with it, but we need to get some pieces in place. When we generally talk about comparing ourselves, we mean one of two things. The first way is when we compare ourselves with someone we deem to be better than us. We feel like they're more privileged, or they're smarter, or they're getting more, or life's been more fair for them, you know, all those different things. And it's easy to look and get distracted. And I think that was Jesus' message to Peter. It's easy to look at that person and feel jealousy. And those are both really bad things. If you're comparing yourself to someone who is better than you, or at least you perceive them to be, and your reaction is jealousy and negativity toward that person, like it's their fault. 
and somehow all of this disheartens you and it discourages you and it makes you think you're never going to be like that and you're never going to get those advantages and it's never going to work out. One of the things that does is it keeps us from looking forward and doing better. So let me just say this. If you compare yourself to someone who has it better than you and it breeds distraction, discouragement, and jealousy, yeah, we don't want to do that. It would be better to just not make any comparison at all. Now, the other side of comparing yourselves is when we try to recoup our integrity by comparing ourselves with someone we perceive as worse than us, worse off, less privileged, bad luck, less money, whatever. And this becomes the scale by which we determine how well we're doing. And we're doing well. If that's the way we go about it, you can always find someone who's not getting it done more than you're not getting it done and compare yourselves to them and say, I'm pretty awesome. And that's really a bad idea. In fact, we're studying 1st and 2nd Corinthians right now at the Lindell Church where I preach. And we're talking about how the Corinthians did a lot of that. They compared themselves, 2nd Corinthians chapter 10, with themselves and against themselves to try to find some justification for who they are. And you know that's a bad idea. If we're looking to people to make ourselves feel better by comparison, it will do a lot of the same things as the other end of the spectrum. It will distract us from who we are and who we can become, and it may strip us of the drive to get better. So there you go. End of episode, short episode this week. Just don't compare yourself to others. Well, I don't think that's the lesson here. In fact, I would argue that if you just decide to not measure your faith or your friendships or your fitness or your finances against other people, don't measure it against more successful people, don't measure it against less successful people, while that may keep you from jealousy and judgment, jealousy of those who are better, judgment against those who are worse, it probably won't drive you in the right direction. Now, if you wonder what I'm talking about, let me go ahead and make my argument. I am convinced that comparing yourself to someone else is a good thing. Now, there you go. I told you, we wouldn't always agree on stuff. And you're probably thinking, Chris, you just spent six minutes telling us how terrible that is. Well, what I did, if you'll go back and listen, is I spent six minutes telling you about poor outcomes from doing it. It's not comparing yourself to someone more successful that is the mistake. It's allowing the outcome of that comparison to be jealousy and distraction and discouragement. It's not measuring how far you've come against someone who hasn't come that far or is headed in the wrong direction, that is the mistake. It is when you use that as some proof of how well you're doing. We know we can't do that. But instead of throwing the entire process out, which, by the way, is basically impossible, if today's episode was, don't ever do that, then everybody would have a hole in the boat because we always do that. If you're a husband or a father and you have other husbands or fathers around, and they talk about what kind of a husband and father they are, whether they're stellar or abysmal, 
Every time they say something about what they're doing, you think about what you're doing. That's just the way it works. Moms with their kids, you hear other parents talk about how they're disciplining their children or the curriculum they're using or what they do at home in the evenings, and you can't help but measure against that. Are we saying to stop doing that? No, we're not. If you're even in the church, and we know that everything is about how God sees you ultimately in judgment, and the comparisons that really matter are between you and what the Word wants to make of you, but even in your faith, this is an inevitability. When you see someone at church who is working with the visitors, or being active in service, or teaching Bible classes, or raising kids who know the Word really well, in other words, they're doing great, maybe better than you, maybe, you will instantly make that assessment. Hey, they're doing better than I am. Now, as a result of that, what we might do is excuse it away. I don't want to make that comparison. It's instinctive to do so, so I think I'll just wash this thing down the river by coming up with 10 excuses, like, my kids have my spouse's DNA. I can't help that. Okay, that's probably not a good example but maybe your work schedule or the different things you've had to battle or your health or something like that. So instead of trying not to do it and instead of excusing it away, let me make an argument. Here it is. There's two pieces to this. Those you perceive as better and those you perceive as worse. Let's start with the first. If you see someone in your life who is doing better than you, They have achieved more. They are a more involved parent. They have a better marriage, whatever it might be. The very next thing you ought to think in your mind is a question consisting of four words. You may never say these words out loud, although I'll suggest in a moment it could be a good idea. But when you look at someone who is ahead of you, at least by your assessment, you ought to be asking yourself the question, Can you help me? Is there something you're doing I'm not doing? Is there something you've chosen that I have not chosen? Is there an integrity or a character trait that you have developed that I have not developed? Now, let's be clear on this. Whenever you see someone who has advanced from your position and you acknowledge that, there are probably some reasons for that that cannot be imitated. Maybe it was the family into which they were born. Maybe it's just how the genetics worked out. Maybe it's the person that they married, something like that. But be careful not to excuse all this away. Because a closer examination will probably reveal there are habits in their life, approaches they are making, that explain how they got there, that explain why they're teaching the classes not sitting in the back hoping nobody calls their name, that explains why they gave up a hobby so that they could be at more of their kids' ball games. You come up with all these reasons why, and you start to get jealous of these things. What we ought to do is look at the reasons why that are related to the choices they made, the priority system they put in place, the discipline they demanded of themselves, And then go out and do likewise. I mean, look, we do this all the time. You read books written by financial gurus who have achieved great financial success. 
They tell their story. You don't say, well, that's a bunch of stuff that I can't do. Or you get jealous of the author and throw the book away. No, you read the book because they're better off than you. That's the reason you bought the book. You know that they, by comparison, are more successful in finances. And in that book, they're going to write their story. And it turns out, much of what made it possible are choices that you also could make. So I'm encouraging you to be careful with comparisons to those who are better. But if you see something advanced from your position, study that person and try to figure out, how can you help me? But keep in mind, in order for this to have its greatest possible effect, you may have to actually say the words. If you see kids who are just largely better disciplined and behaved than your kids, instead of jealousy or discouragement or trying to ignore it, maybe you could sit down and ask them, can you help me? Whatever you're doing is working. Would you share some wisdom with me? If they have the good character and solid habits that you believe that they do, they won't be prideful about that or arrogant. They'll be humble and kind. But everybody's got to leave pride outside on this, don't they? If somebody has more friends than you do, they're always surrounded by people who like them and who spend time with them. It's easy to either try to ignore the comparison, get jealous, or excuse it away, or you could go ask them. And they may very kindly look you in the eye and say, well, I try to stick around after church and get to know people and ask about them, and it's helped me build some relationships. And then you have to tell yourself, you know what? I've not been doing that. That's what they're doing. I'd love to be where they are. I think I'm going to try that. Let me give you a personal example. This morning, I had coffee with someone who I consider to be an incredible personal evangelist, way better than me, way more effective, with tons more experience. But jealousy about that or ignoring it is going to get me nowhere. So I chose to just sit at the man's feet for about two hours. And I learned some stuff. I hope I can implement those things. But he gave me ideas I would have never thought of, and he actually motivated me in ways that had been missing in my life. So I hope I've begun to make at least a somewhat compelling argument of why measuring yourself up against other people, while never as a standard of rightness with God, you guys understand that, only by the word and by prayer can we assess those kinds of things. But in terms of building a better life, it can be awesome. If you look at them, praise them, look up to them, and ask them, can you help me? Well, we've got a couple of minutes left. Let's talk about the other end of the spectrum. Is it ever valuable to compare yourself with those who are not doing as well as you are? We know why that happens. We mentioned it already. Sometimes it's about saving face a little bit. There's some kids that are really wild, so I guess I'm doing okay. Or there's someone who almost never comes to church. I guess my habits aren't as bad as I thought. Now, we know that's bad business, and better to make no comparisons than to make that mistake. But let me ask you this. Can there be value in that comparison? Well, there can. But instead of looking at them with judgment or in a sense of pride, you've got to ask yourself a different question. Also of four words, but a different one. The question is, how can I help? Now, this takes a lot of humility, but don't give up on it. You have to assess, look, there are some things that they're not doing. 
There are some mistakes that they're making. There are some changes well within reach in their life that would make a huge difference. Now you go to them and you build a relationship and you realize that you have something to offer. You do. Remember you? You're the one who looks at the person who's better than you and says, I've got nothing to offer. And all of a sudden you do. So you go to them and you encourage them. You offer to help them. You make yourself available for them. If they're not doing well in their faith, you don't go to them and say, here's what I'm doing and you need to do it too. But you do understand that there are some things that you're doing that would benefit them. So you just go offer. Would you like to talk about the Bible? Could we go out and get some coffee and see how things are going for you? If you ever need me for anything, I'm just a phone call away. Now, here's what we hope will happen. We hope that they will become the you of five minutes ago, that they will look at you and say, that person's doing better than I am. And they're very kind and humble and open. And I've compared myself to them and I'm not feeling great about it. But you know, they've offered to help me. And I'm wondering, can you help me? And Lord willing, they'll determine that the answer is yes. So look, I hope this adds some new perspective. Sure, on the grand scale, walking around measuring yourself up with others is not healthy daily activity. We just keep going to God in the Word and in prayer. But it's also an inevitability. And even a word like jealousy doesn't have to have a poor outcome. In Romans chapter 11, Paul said, I want the Jews to be jealous of the Gentiles. Not that they would be discouraged, but that they would see that they also could do the same things that the Gentiles had done and likewise find themselves in the arms of God. So hey, if our heart is right and our intentions are pure and we're godly in our approach, let's give an old habit a new look. In the name of getting help and helping others, let's compare ourselves. Thank you so much for listening today. We encourage you to check out the website, excelstillmore.life, where you can subscribe to emails, order the three-month journal, or check out past episodes. As always, please consider sharing this with people in your life who you think we can help. And whatever you do today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, excel still more.